Welcome to Slow and Steady, a podcast where you get to follow along as we build products in public. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we share our struggles, our wins, and everything in between. I'm Benedicta, and I'm feeling Christmassy. And I'm Benedict. Today is December 12th. This is episode number 193, and I'm exhausted but proud. Yeah. Why are you proud? And exhausted. And why did we not record two weeks ago? <laughs> it's all bundled uh, we, into one. It's kind of all bundled into one. That's true. So we didn't record uh, two weeks ago because I was sick that day. Um, I woke up and uh, had a full-on cold. Was feeling miserable, tired, headache, and I don't. I didn't have a fever, but I might as well have been. Um, it felt like that, but it wasn't. Um, and I just felt miserable. Um, and that basically was the culmination of a very long uh, two and a half months sprint to get the workflow builder out there. And um, in the end, I think I was just too exhausted. <laughs> and the funny thing is, um, shortly after that, I was on a Zoom call with Jane. And um, the day after, she <laughs> she was sick as well with the same symptoms. So um, maybe uh the colds and stuff like that have uh adapted to remote working and can now be transmitted via zoom calls i mean that would be super smart like, that would be from like nature's point yes. of view that would be yeah, super yep, smart yep, yep and uh, for whoever was watching and Ben is probably now shocked i just added a banner to this video <laughs> so that streams so people can know that they should head on over to product Hunt and vote because you gotta, well, what, what, we're not supposed to say to vote. It's just you said you're supposed to say to to support us on product hunt, right? Go vote. Everyone knows what that means. Uh, Go but, vote. Uh, <laughs> the official <laughs> the official recommendation is to say to support, right? So I know that's the official recommendation. I think as the person like making it, it's important that you don't. But like as a fan, I can say. Oh, okay. So you're allowed vote. to say it, but I'm not. Okay. I think so. I think so. But is it well, called whatever. workflow user list? I just made that up. Uh, it's called visual workflows by user list. Yes, that's the thing. Uh, visual workflows, where it's where it's at on the on the product hunt site. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we launched it and it's done, and um, we actually launched it last Tuesday. So no, Thursday. Last Thursday. The initial plan was to la launch it last Tuesday, but then both uh, Jane and me got sick, so we postponed it for a couple of days. And we properly launched it on Thursday. And today we're launching it on Product Hunt uh, because we, we like to split those, like separate, like launch it separately. Because in the early days we launched everything on Product Hunt and that's it. And that sometimes doesn't go well. And then you're like, poof, it's gone. <laughs> like all that work and uh, effort for nothing. So now we're doing a launch for our website and a mailing list and stuff like that. And then another launch in Product Hunt. So, yeah, um, and it's done, and we got a lot of, lot of good feedback. <laughs> As usual, we didn't got, get a lot of, like, immediate signups, and there's no spike in new trials and stuff like that, but that has never been the case, except for the initial launch. Mm -hmm. um, and of, I think of those people, no one converted, so <laughs> it's just not the type of business we are, so I'm, I'm fine with that. But uh, we got a lot of good feedback. And um, I'm, I'm glad that it's done. At least the version one is done. And uh, it even looked like we wouldn't 
be able to ship all the features we had in mind for version one because like even on well in the end we had more days but um friday uh, the week before we launched um <laughs> we were still having problems with one no type that was just super complicated and I was ready to just scrap it. I had a shitty day. I was still <laughs> exhausted from being sick. There was other shit going on. Um, and Leia was running into problems with the no type. And at some point I was like, okay, I'm calling it. We're not, we're not doing this. Like this one particular thing is just not going to happen. And luckily he was able to figure something out on Friday and I think on Monday. So by the time we enabled it for everyone, it was up and running and working properly. Um, but man, in the end, it was a little bit of a, yeah, a, a decent push to get it done, uh, which in hindsight probably is also is a good thing because it allowed us to prioritize stuff and even making that call of like cu cutting that feature, even though we in the end didn't, I think, yeah, having that date there was, was a good idea. So yeah, it's out there and I'm exhausted and proud. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're so you're sounding a little tired. Like I am super excited, and you're like, then right. <laughs> we pushed it over the thing, and we it's out there, uh, you know. But now, then I'm also a very good fan. Like that's one of my superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it uh, looks so good, and the marketing material looks so good, and the whole like launch thing. It just all looks. It just impressive. <laughs> thank you i mean the looks is all jane's work like i know no matter, like nothing just shines else, no else quality just shines quality so jane great job even though i keep um what's it called not encouraging i keep bragging about Ben <laughs> in my social media posts it's mostly because my audience is mostly developers so i kind of want to speak about like the development effort, but I do see the work that you put in and it's lovely. It was a true team effort. I think everyone in the company contributed at least a little thing to this. And um, that's just, yeah, amazing. And, and it felt really good to finally ship it and um, have everyone, everyone has been involved in this at least a little bit. And that that's, that's a great feeling. And um, yeah. Overall, I'm happy. I'm proud. I feel like it's really solid, and the feedback we got is that it is solid, like from people who used it, um, and that makes me super proud. Because in the end, we are like a product team of three, with Jane on the design, me on the back end, and Leo on the front end, and being able to pull something off like this at at the quality we managed to build it at. Um, I think that's an achievement. So it's yeah. a big achievement. Um, it's a super big achievement. Let's just Thanks. sit with that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, that was the big thing that happened in the last couple of days. I think. Let me check my notes. We and I guess also on? the last couple of weeks, because you guys have been working on this for quite some time, and it's been coming. Yes like more and more towards this end goal of, of shipping and then a product hunt lunch. And I think it's really smart what you've done with doing it in two, in two parts. I've also realized like a little bit now with, with kind of the more dev rally work I do that you kind of have to like drip it out to kind of not 
not not that it exhausts people, but just like drip it out so people have like multiple points multiple where chances they can, they just, yeah, 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 chances to get the news and then having to like first announce it and then ask for help to kind of um get the product hunt launch to happen and like be a success. I think even though you don't get, as you said, new customers straight from that, at least people will be aware of this new feature and can take that into consideration when they talk about the product to other people. Uh, And it gets more visible when you're managing, when you manage to do these like drips. And I think that's why we see these larger DevRel tools do like week, they call them like week launches and they like launch a little thing on every day instead of having like one big version, whatever release, they kind of make it into to a week instead of a day. And I think it's just to get that momentum and like, yeah, give people a chance to to see it. It, it just increased the surface area, right? Because yeah. And I think that's what we did wrong in the, like at least a couple of times in the, in the early days where you, and it, that's on, on multiple levels, levels even, but like the, I think one mistake we did in the past is like, focusing so much on like this one day and packing everything in this one day and this one moment. And that's for one is like marketing activities, like tweeting about it and like product hunt and website. And I don't know, but it's also, I think what we did wrong or we're a little bit stupid about in the past is like just packing too much into that. Like, I feel like a lot of the stuff we launched in the past was just, there was too much in it. Like, and at some point, we realized that by by stripping it down for the initial launch, that gives us a couple of more opportunities to launch more stuff later on, right? Um, and this is what we're doing for this this one in, in particular as well. Like we have a long list of other things we want to do with the workflow builder, um, but we're deliberately not doing them, even even though some of the stuff is already done. Like mm-hmm. it's just it's just behind the feature flag. It's not not shipped yet, because by packing it all into one, we can talk about the launch, but not about this particular tiny new thing we also added to it. And by launching separately, we can we get another opportunity to talk about it and promote it. And I mean, we're probably not going to do a product time thing for all of them, <laughs> but at least it's like a new announcement every now and then. And yeah, I feel like. And also, even though you say like, "Oh, it's done," or "It could have been done." It still takes a little bit of time. So if you if you keep thinking like that, that you'll you'll end up having the lunch in three months with all of the things. Exactly. Instead exactly. of just being like, this is what we have. It's already valuable. Let's get it exactly. out there. And then we keep shipping and you get both the benefit of people getting the features, some of the features uh, early. Yeah, yeah. And you yep. get the marketing benefits of like dripping it out over time. So it's like it's a win-win overall. It's not it doesn't feel like, you know, like a like a dark pattern where you're like we're not shipping things just so we can be, you know, we're, yeah, <laughs> it's, yep, it's yep. like, yeah. Cause it's still, even though it's just a simple little extra thing, it's still going to take a day or two to, to get it done and verify it and, you know, QA it yep. and all of the things you need before you can just ship things. So yeah, but that's a good lesson to, to share with, with folks. Um, and I think we forget that in the beginning, especially because it's like, Oh, we're launching this thing and we want to launch it like with a big bang. And then it's like, well, <laughs> yeah the problem with the big bang is it's like it's over in a second right and then yeah. the bang is gone and everyone's huh what uh, what uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't, didn't even see that was there something i i i, I think i heard something but i it's gone now so i don't yeah. know uh, 
So. Yeah, and you don't know what's happening in the world. You don't know what's happening in people's lives. Like suddenly, I see more and more people taking like a week off Twitter, like to just or like off marketing. <laughs> like not just Twitter isn't the only marketing channel, but like people are more. They do things like you know just stay away for a week because they're got busy lives that week, and then if yeah. that's the only chance they get to see something new, um, or if they just like email bankruptcy on that week and then just put <laughs> yes. it all into archive, your your news are never gonna get there yep true yeah but then we're yeah. participating in more news and more emails and more but that's a discussion for another day yeah yeah maybe maybe it's not helping right <laughs> well yeah at least you know as long as we don't start having automatic ai written emails that are being required <laughs> by ai yes. bots yes. and yeah but let's not go there um, <laughs> nope nope Nope. <laughs> yeah. And um, so the other thing we did in the last couple of weeks, and that's about it with my update, and um, we also dusted off our website, um, which in hindsight was also a bit embarrassing. Um, we've been doing a lot of content on the on the blog lately, and I think we also earlier this year redesigned the blog a little bit. But in preparation for this launch, like we we had it, like we had new screenshots for the website, like the homepage and the new feature page for the visual workflow build on. While preparing that, we for the first time in like months or maybe even years, we looked at all the other pages and we're like, oof. <laughs> like, mm, this is like the design over there is slightly broken because some CSS changed months ago. And maybe that copy doesn't make any sense anymore. And that screenshot looks particularly outdated. And um, so we made an effort and. Um, yeah, dusted off the website a little bit, and uh, I think that was also a good, a good thing. <laughs> it was in parts it was a little bit embarrassing, uh, but uh, I'm glad it's done, and um, I'm I, once again proud that we have a quite nice website that hopefully explains the products well enough and gives enough mm -hmm. insights so people know what they're getting. Um, and while I said like that we didn't get a spike in trials um, from the launch, at least it looks like we got more trials and more quality in trials after we updated the website. Um, I'm not 100% sure it's related to that, but it started after we updated the website. So it might be related to that or it's just mm -hmm. seasonality because December has been a good month for us in the past mm -hmm. as well. So maybe it's that, seen, maybe it's the website. Who but I've also seen you being better at sharing uh, work in progress updates. We try. <laughs> no, but I mean, that could also help. Like if people have been waiting for uh, something like the workflow builder or like, you know, they've been looking at, at, looking looking at looking at user list yeah. and when you share those kinds of updates it's like oh this looks like it's coming soon like let me familiarize my familiar i can't speak today um again with user list and then be ready for for what what's coming instead of waiting until that moment like there yeah. could be some yep. effects around there as well but could be yeah attribution is hard attribution is very hard yeah but in the end i don't Oh, it's a, it's a stupid thing to say, but I don't mind where they're coming from as long as they're coming. <laughs> as long as they're coming. And as long as they're high quality. As long as they're high quality and uh, I actually turn into paying customers. I, again, it's stupid to say that, but uh, it would be good to know and good to like make it more repeatable than it is right now. But uh, 
I'm taking the signups no matter where they come from, I guess. <laughs> mm. You should. You should. So you want to know what's up but with yeah. me? Oh, absolutely. I, I heard you were viral on the socials. I went viral on the socials, at least viral for me. That was super weird um, because we've been experimenting with creating clips from the live streams, uh, which has been a lot of fun. Um, working with Krista VA that you also know. <laughs> and uh, they've done a great job making clips. And I come in and we like tweak them a little and then uh, we, um, we schedule them. And we do like some that are kind of on topic web dev vibes, and then we just do like fun ones because we do a lot of you know chit chat and things happen on these live streams and one day we were live streaming and five minutes to go live time ikea called me and we're like hey we have a delivery and i was like no 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 absolutely no i i scheduled this for monday you're not coming today um luckily uh, they, it was just like a part of the delivery, a little bag with some light bulbs because somehow that got it, its own shipment. Um, so we made a clip of that and that got 2,500 views. So for me, that's viral. I mean, it's not viral for other people. But for me, 2,500 views is a lot more than 92 or like 30, which is more um, what we've been seeing. Uh, so that was fun. Also gave a lot of new uh, subscribers. And we haven't really lost any of those subscribers since they came. And we're just still consistently getting a lot of subscribers from these clips. So the other clips are like, you know, doing, now I don't remember, but like some are like 500 and some are like 100. And which is like consistently putting them out there. And and they people always say that you like, you don't really know what's going to stick. And I also think we scheduled, and then that was not the, wasn't planned, but the IKEA clip came out around Thanksgiving. I think Thanksgiving weekend. So a lot of people were just probably sitting at home, like watching, you know, shorts just for fun. And this was like a little bit of a fun rant and that seemed to gain traction. Um, so that was fun. But just doing the, the clips has been um, working really, really well. And I think it's really fun to work at, like finding these like fun little clips and we're sharing them on YouTube shorts and LinkedIn and Instagram reels. And I now also have a TikTok channel <laughs> or a TikTok account. I have not told anybody. I have one follower. <laughs> um, so we're just putting there. We're just like throwing all of the clips that we've ever made on there to see. And they've been consistently getting 370 views without any followers or anything. So it's quite interesting just like seeing what works and um, we're going to do some research into what kind of like hashtags and what works on different places and kind of seeing how this could work. Because I think it's if we're going to do this live stream, I don't expect people, that many people to show up for every live stream. But if we can make these clips and some can be educational and some can be fun, some can mention products, some <laughs> don't, don't. Like, I think it could be like a fun edutainment type of mix um, and like get us to the to the place where we can get consistently good sponsors and actually get to do these building product public projects like I want to. <laughs> yeah, um, that sounds like that would work. It would be, yes. Just make and it on TikTok, like become the superstar on TikTok and you're good. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to be like very mindful about, you know, making the, like the content that you want to make and not get sucked into like the algorithm. Because mm -hmm. I see like what's really doing well are these like skits where you like have these like fun 
like a- you act out different like fun things that happen to developers or like and yeah i don't want to do that um <laughs> do, 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 do the cassidy <laughs> williams uh, thing <laughs> Oh, I haven't seen hers, but I think I've seen some that she shared on Twitter, which are really fun. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I don't want to see this. Is like I say, like I don't want to do that, and then maybe it's just because I'm jealous of them. So now I'll do them. Uh, but I'm trying to make at least things that I enjoy making. Like I really enjoy streaming, and yep. this is a byproduct of the streams, and it's very sustainable. And it's you know, and if we can get a, like a following that likes that, then we can actually just keep doing that instead of trying to make something that maybe we'd get more followers and more views, but then you have to keep making something that you don't enjoy yeah. making. Um, so if we can make it work with something we enjoy, that would be a lot um, better. And I would like to get into making more edited videos as well f- with topics from the streams. Like we see like, oh, like we were doing forms and how like HTML forms work by themselves out of the box, like no JavaScript needed. And like that could be a really fun edited video now that I've spoken about it on stream and done an email and like it's starting to mature in my head like I could make a video out of that that would be very educational and and good hopefully um so that's the plan but other than that sad news but also kind of good news um because I've been (laughs) grappling with should I stay at the bank or not and as you've heard on the on this podcast before is that I just really really love the team we had just like built up trust and speed and like all of the good stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm going to stay till Easter because of the team. It's like a really good team. And we managed to ship last week out into production, which is awesome. Um, But the bank is going contractors are out. So they are cutting back to bare minimum. So I am out together with another person from the team. Um, and we're all very sad. Like we were like Aww. crying almost on, <laughs> on teams. So that was very sad, but we'll, I'll hopefully at least the one other guy that's like looking for a new gig in January. I was like, you can come and we can like co-work at MySpace, like figure out what we're doing. Um, but so I either have to find another style of gig, which is like a 50% development gig, um, or just get this devil as a service bus up and running. But I was like, Oh, I have time. Like I have to, Easter, like this bank job is so nice. And I was like, no, okay, mm-hmm. gotta, <laughs> gotta get this yeah. to become a moneymaker. Um, but that's the way of uh, con- being a contractor. We um, we have in our way uh, one month, I guess you can, you can get mm-hmm. like fired and that, that goes both ways. And that's why I love it. So I'll never <laughs> yep. stuck in a place. Um, you're not, you're um, not actually complaining. <laughs> no but it's like it's sad with because like you know you know you have now you have a very good team that you like really enjoy working with and that kind of makes a lot of the other things like okay other things are not perfect but like seeing that together we can like make stuff and that it's opened my eyes to that i probably need to work more in teams and now that i have um i got two vas doing different things um, that is also, I've been realizing, like, I really enjoy that, that there's more, like two people doing, doing the thing and, um, kind of collaborating and all of, I don't know, I'm not a lone wolf, I'm realizing, um, and, uh, which is surprises nobody, um, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is kind of surprising for developers to say that, let's be honest. <laughs> But I also think that, you know, listener, or if you've listened for a long time, like I've had family issues, like with my mom having 
getting Alzheimer's and it's been like a lot of process around that and a lot of admin work and I haven't really been wanting to collaborate with a lot of people. I've been like, okay, I just want to do my thing. Just let me code alone. Um, but that is kind of settling and I'm realizing like, oh, I actually do want these people in my life, just, you know, just friends and family and also more colleagues, but you know, different seasons of life, I am guessing. Um, so yeah, that was my DevRel Queen Ray update, I guess. And then, and it's outside, it's like full steam forward. Um, and I've been working on this framer integration for a long time. And then finally, I think I said that last time too, but now really finally things really clicked into place and suddenly we both have a code component that is being reviewed. And I man managed to make what's called a remix template. So I am getting to know how things work in a no-code field. Like you don't create packages and then you deliver them to NPM or to any other place and then they download it. You kind of make these projects and then other people can remix them so they kind of get a copy. The unfortunate thing about that is that you can never update, you know, because they just like get a copy in time. Um, but that's how it's done in most places. So when after doing all this coding work for the this code component, as they call it, um, I all had all the code to like do the rest of it. So it suddenly it's like click, click, click. And we can like, oh, we have like a full story now for Framer users to use that setup with Framer. And nice. just don't sleep on Framer people. It's so, I mean, it's just like, just, we can just all stop working really because like you just drag and drop and you have a full functioning web app really because it's react components behind the scenes so if you have a little bit of coding chops you can just yeah it's i don't know what to say like these I've designers recently, are gonna kill us <laughs> they're gonna I've, kill our I've jobs. recently <laughs> come across a, a website like we were we were thinking about like doing more like a developer oriented page on our website so we were researching like those developer-oriented products a little bit on on yeah on their websites. I came across a website that we really liked, and then I was like, okay, inspect code, and I was like, oh, that's all Framer. That's impressive. Like it's entirely built with Framer. It's responsive. It's nice animations. Um, what I blew my mind is there was a section on it where it looked like there are screenshots of the app. And then I was uh, uh, resizing the window to check like how responsive is this. And I was like assuming that the images would just scale, but no, there weren't images. There were real instances of the application UI. <laughs> and the entire application UI in the screenshot was like responding uh, responsively to what I was doing. Well, that was insane. <laughs> it is insane. And I'm seeing now, because I'm exposed to kind of the community, I'm seeing what these usually quite young designers are able to do because they have the eye and you can kind of draw out, but it's more component-based than that. So it's not like a fully just like endless canvas and you can do whatever you want. There are some constraints, but they are not that limiting. And it's like, it's made to make really nice and slick looking UI and you get all of Framer Motion, which is a package you could use in your own project for, for free with, with Framer. So you, all of these like smooth, everything that makes like a website these days feel just a little bit extra. Like you, you get that with Framer if you have an eye for design. I mean, mm -hmm. you and I, even though we're, you know, we're not the worst people, we would still kind of like probably get lost and just make something that, you know, doesn't, 
look that great. Um, but I see these young designers and they're doing that and then they're picking up code on the side and then they're like, I'll just tweak here and I'll just tweak there. So I feel like this is like the new WordPress. Remember how people like mm -hmm. started a blog and then they, oh, how do I do this with CSS? And then they learned to code and that was their like gateway into coding. Or I think for mm -hmm. a lot of Americans, it was Neopets. I never used that, but that was the thing. Uh, I feel like Framer is really, really a place where people are going to be designers first or like just wanting to make websites first. And then they're like, oh, I want to do this little tweak. And they can just add, a, you know, create their own React component and drag it onto the screen. Um, and that is just, and I just feel old and outdated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> and then our designer at Outsera, he was like, oh, we need to have a better brand studio or something. I don't know what we're going to call it, but like a place to, to kind of mm. configure your brand settings for Outsera because you can make, you know, email signup forms and you can make your login and your sign, um, your, your sign up and your profile. We have like embeds for that and we want one place to kind of unify so you can like make one design that works for all of these. And then our developers do have a lot to do. And he was like, oh, I'll just start playing around in Webflow, which is kind of his tool of choice. And then he shows up for our like Monday meeting with a fully functional demo in Webflow. <laughs> nice. And I was like, and you're not a coder? He's like, no, 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 I just did a little bit of JavaScript. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Oh, so we have the stage where JavaScript is not coding? I think so. Like PHP was not coding, you know? It's... And he knows CSS <laughs> super well. So what he was doing, it was like he was using, he's got a lot of, he made the inputs he wanted in Webflow, I think, like designing them in Webflow. And then he had a little bit of JavaScript and updating the CSS for the preview on the other side of the screen. And it's like, okay, so we just need to replicate this now then. We just pure code it's never going to look as good but no we're going to make it look as good yeah. but um but yeah there there is a lot of things happening in that space and i think it's going to be very um interesting and i think i think it's framer that also has like an ai component where you can tell it to create a page and it creates a page for you mm -hmm. yeah uh, uh tldr um tldr tl draw tl draw yeah like uh um, they recently had a, a, a fun experiment on their on their website where you would like hand draw a little bit of UI, and then you you had to put in your open AI key and press a button, and it would like make the thing in in like just make the thing. Like one of the examples I, I vividly remember was someone was drawing like two lines, like similar to like um uh, like a range slider. Um, and, and put labels on them with rotation and scale and then a box below it and then press the button. And he had a, a, a small app with like two range sliders. And when you move the range sliders, the box would rotate and scale. <laughs> and that's just from that one thing. That was kind of impressive. <laughs> yes. I also, I tested that a little bit. Uh, and it's really funny how he blew up with that. And mm -hmm. we know because we had him on the show like a year ago or something or like a year and a half ago um, talking about TL Draw, which is an amazing like open canvas, inf infinite canvas, I think is the word, um, diagram diagram tool. Um, but uh, there were some people who were like, yes, but he's been consistently pushing this product and he was ready for 
like doing this fun experiment. And I think in the same way that you felt when you had some of the data models in place, it's like, oh, we can add this, no problem. And he was very lucky that, and lucky because it was taking effort, but he had like a data model for this infinite canvas that was really perfected and the, they can now add features really fast. Uh, yeah. And it's the same thing in TL Draw. You can come with your own React components. That is like where they want to go next. Where And that's, I don't think they've launched that in the regular version, but in like, if you, you do, if you go to GitHub and use that version, I think, and I think that's what's driving this. You draw on one side and you get a component on the other side and you can see a mm -hmm. preview of that component because it's React code. Um, and they've already created a canvas that lets you just drop in a React component and then it renders um, on, on your canvas. And then you can see the code in another component that shows the code. So it's really cool to see like, you know, the name of our show. He's been like slowly and steadily building this product and like suddenly it's got super powers because he's been like stacking the bricks. Let's use all the metaphors. <laughs> yes. Uh, taking the bricks up the stair step. Uh, yes. <laughs> and taking it slow and steady. <laughs> Carrying bricks <laughs> slow and steadily up the stair-stepping <laughs> approach. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. And then you're going to kill me for this next update, and then uh, we're going to leave it at that. And then we're done. Okay. And then we're done, so... because then I'm dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've had a VA help me with... Um, just marketing posts in general. I'm like testing out being more consistent with the health of others. And I I was like, find things that I've said in the past and reuse it. And she really, really liked, um, this is a, somebody I'm contracted in Norway. Um, she really liked the, um, like POW. So she started like pushing out a lot of posts about POW. And then I was like, well, let's reel that back in. I don't know what, like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> But in like the week or two she did that, I had four new customers. I was like, what? <laughs> so now I'm like rethinking my whole life. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> doing that. Um, I haven't checked if they've churned or not, but, um, you know, consistently, obviously gotten less customers since people have churned and we haven't done any marketing. But then I was like, this, like, this thing that doesn't want to die. But then I was like, will it ever like be get enough customers, but then like four customers in like a week and a half, that's pretty good from like four yeah. posts. That's like one customer per post and they have to pay up front. So I was like, hmm, hmm, this needs to go to be taken into considerations when I do my planning for 2024. Well, I guess just have a do more posts like that and then see if the trend continues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I mean, <laughs> if you think about it, it's it's marketing and it's not anything product development related. I know, I know. So, so if I could get like ten or twenty new customers, I could like be very motivated to do some coding for that, or for just not care because it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah, also true, also true. But then I've also been thinking that like with the kind of building public focus that we're trying to have now and like getting sponsorships and all of those things, like in periods in between um, sponsored projects and new projects, like it would 
it would fit with being like, oh, let's do four weeks of power work. And then let's start on a new project. And then let's do four weeks of power work on the live streams or just like as a theme. And it could like fit in like that. Because as you said, like it doesn't really, like I would love there to be lots of new features and things that I've been like dreaming of that I never got to start. But it's, yeah, since it's already, I'll have to see if anyone sticks around though. But like if people are becoming customers and they do stick around, then I don't have to create all of them. And if you just have a long-term view, like within five to 10 years, I can make all the features I've dreamed of if I do them in like four weeks, little sprints um, throughout the years. And it would be good marketing for building public and like what we're able to do and and stuff like that. But yeah, lots of thoughts as always. And it's soon the new year. And what will I be when I grow up? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That. But I mean that's cool that there's that that was that easy to get like for new customers for power. I mean that speaks for the product, I guess. And doesn't speak for your marketing skills. <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is I have marketing jobs for other people. It's just so scary <laughs> to market for your own things. It's true, my baby. True. I don't want to market and get customers and then they tell me they don't like it and then I feel bad and then <laughs> and all of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I guess now that you have someone doing the marketing for you, yeah. you good? So this is, I think I mentioned this the last time when I talked about like the, the book, Buying Back Your Time. One of his like big points, which I really resonated with, is that having a VA or some somebody helping you out, but like he talks about VAs and, and a lot of people in their industry, this comes in the form of a VA, is that it takes a lot of the emotion out of it. And that is exactly what I am like experiencing because also with the clips, like I kind of know like which clips I want to have, but if I started doing the work of like finding them, I would probably spend a lot of just like emotional energy on like, is this good enough? Like, should I, should I not? Like, what do I want to do? But when somebody else creates the initial drafts, it's kind of like decided we're going to do this if I don't kill one of them. And it'll be like, let's not do that. And then I can just go in and refine a little bit. And it takes so much of kind of that emotional part. And the same thing with kind of marketing on, on LinkedIn or creating content based on content I've made before. So it's not like it's not mine, but it's also, but it takes away a lot of that. Should I say this? And like, do I feel and how and, and all of that. And and his big example is if somebody asks you, because he wants the VA to take over your calendar. So if somebody asks you, like, if you have time for this, or if this is a project that could be interesting to you, they will just say no on your behalf. Hmm. And and then you don't have to be like, how should I phrase this in a way? And like, do I want to do it? Or and then you end up saying yes because you just don't know how you should say it. So, um, yeah, it's been an interesting experiment. That's 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 a good point. Especially I, I could never, and that's also why Krista is doing um, the the snippets we post on uh, socials for this particular podcast because I. I mean, I can do some of the editing, like cutting it, but like if I would have to go back and listen to the entire episode to uh, identify the snippets that are good and funny or whatever on this particular episode, that would be miserable because like for one, 
even after years of doing the podcast, listening to myself is still kind of weird. Um, I think it will never be not. Um, and But then like listening to it, you start to questioning what you did and maybe next time I should focus more on doing the less less ass and less uh and I don't know, more, fewer hesitations and stuff like that. And At some point, you're just like overthinking everything and because it's, all, it's also involved in like creating the, the source material, you like overthink creating the source material and same same with marketing a product i mean <laughs> it's this funny saying that like um, um uh doing a screencast for your product is the best way to find all the bugs and imperfections because suddenly suddenly you realize what what's broken and and stuff like that which in in a way that's good but at some point you get like you're not getting anywhere with like the marketing material because like, you keep obsessing about like a small detail that probably no one else notices. <laughs> and um, if you're doing that, if someone else is doing that, they probably won't notice that little thing that you might notice because you build it, but it, everyone else doesn't care. But so. also they can't go back and fix it. Like, and they you, can't go back and fix it. You yes. know that, oh, I'll stop the screen recording and then I'll go and, and fix that bug, get it into production, and then I'll do the video. <laughs> And, and, then and then I find the next it. thing, right? <laughs> and then you're like, then I'll do the video, but somebody else's job is to make the video will kind of work around whatever problem they find because they they can't go and fix it today. So they would have to maybe wait a week or they would need to communicate that. And, you know, but ask kind of that yep. the craftsperson, you can be like, oh, I'll just redo that. Um, <laughs> and yeah. that's that's not, yeah. So get a VA. That's all I got to say. Or two. Or two or three. <laughs> three. You get a VA. You get a VA. <laughs> Everybody gets a VA. <laughs> That's a good. This is a good clip, by the way. <laughs> well, maybe we should start doing clips as well. Maybe we should start doing clips as well. Hmm, who knows? Well, um, Krista is getting really good at clips. So, well, you know. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Oh, well, I think that's it. This was a long one. We this was a long anyone. one. And yeah, it's been a while. And it's going to be the last one for this year. That's computer, this, right? It's this year needs to be longer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in theory, we could squeeze one more in, but... Um, yeah. I think it's a uh, second Christmas holiday next mm -hmm. time we would record. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a public holiday around here, at least. I'm not sure about Norway. Is, is it a public holiday? It's a public well? holiday. Yeah. The second is a public so. holiday. Yeah. But then on, because I saw that then if we, if we um, switch up, so if we do it in three weeks, we'll start on like the first Tuesday of January and that of the new year. And hmm. that is not a public holiday in Norway. I don't think it's one in Germany either. No, it's not. Yeah. So then we can just well, start then... at the beginning of the year and then we'll do every other week from there on out. So don't Sounds get, good. Can't, won't get rid of us yet. <laughs> we keep going. We'll keep going. <laughs> cool. Well done um, to everyone listening. Uh, enjoy your holidays. Uh, celebrate. Uh, have a nice new year. And um, see you on the other side, I guess. Yeah. See you around the interwebs in the new year. Bye.
it's still around. <laughs> if it's still around. <laughs> <laughs>